Hello there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Um, just so you know, I did give birth <laughs> just the other day. And I'm with my beautiful, wonderful daughter. Um, she is... Wow, she's four days old now. <laughs> no, five. Five days old. And she's absolutely precious. Um, you all gave me... Um, okay, so let's get into it. Today we're going to be talking about The Black Witch by Lori Forrest. Um, I have to say I really just loved this book. I just devoured it. Um, I like how thick (laughs) and well-structured, you know, her world building is. It's such... A captivating world you're absolutely sucked into it from the beginning to the end uh, I think it has a lot to do with the themes as well so you have lots of different races in this book you have Kelpies you have Lupines you've got witches who are the Gardenians um, you have Celts Icarals and elves as well so I think I'm missing one. I am missing a race. I know I am. But I think it's really wonderful to see all these races brought together. So the story does deal a lot with the racism that comes with that from the Gardenians. Um, They think they're kind of like the superior race. They don't like interbreeding with other people. They are very much against it. In fact, um, the school that Lauren is going to so that she can become a master apothecary, they open their doors to other races. And she's kind of like everyone else. She's not outwardly racist, um, but I don't think she realizes that she has her own prejudices based on what everyone around her has said growing up. But luckily she was raised by a man who is very outspoken. He is very much an equalist, I would say. He doesn't hold any prejudices. So he was a very good role model for her and her brothers once her parents passed away. But her parents were killed by Kelt. So there is this inherent prejudice that she does have. And what I like is that she overcomes it. She's one of the few who overcome it. Um, you're seeing a lot of racism in this in the story. But you're also seeing a lot of misogyny as well. Um, so this is a world that even though... The Gardenians think they're, oh, yeah, we're, we're the chosen ones of the gods, blah, 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 you know. They, um, they really do mistreat much of their women. So, women have to be one fasted to a man, pretty much. And Lauren's uncle, again, he's like, no, I don't want you being one fasted. I want you to choose someone... Um, Guan fasting is kind of like an arranged marriage. Um, It's not always likely that you're going to get someone 
who you love and you're seeing that a lot a lot of these girls are just like they're okay and it's just like yeah but you're not with the one that you love and should the women have affairs they get horribly horribly um I mean marked by the the one fasting terms whereas if a man has an affair you know nothing happens to them so it kind of does mirror the real world in a way you know if women have affairs you know they're kind of branded for life whereas if a man it's like woo high five you know um so you really are seeing that sexism in the book you are seeing how Forrest is bringing real life prejudices and real life um, injustice to play in the foundation of her world. And I think it does give the story itself a lot of depth to make the reader really think about what they are doing with their lives, you know? So I did like it. I did enjoy it. I thought it was well worth the read honestly for that and that alone and you're seeing a lot of the injustices with the Icarals and Lauren you know she is growing as a character she is educating herself to these injustices she wants to know what's behind all the lies of her government she wants to be an independent woman and I like that there is a lot of character growth for her I like how she grows as a character how she develops how she awakens inside of her how she really does fight against these injustices in her own way she's not standing idly by anymore she is really just fighting against them, these injustices. And that's what I like about her. I think that that's what really stands out about her characterization. I think that's what stands out about her um, growth as well. How she makes friends with all the outcasts. And why are they outcasts? Because they're of a different race, of a different culture. And that actually leads me to my next point what I also love about the world building here you know not only is Forrest bringing real life um, prejudices and injustices to life in her novel she has structured such a wonderful mythology around every single race and culture so Every single culture has their own belief system, and I like how she's really delving into them. She doesn't bog down the story by giving you the rundown, like, oh, this is, uh, this is, these are the Lupines, this is what they believe. No, she develops it slowly throughout the course of the novel as Lauren is evolving and learning about all these different belief systems and awakening herself you know educating herself you're on that journey with her you are growing as a character you not growing as a character you are growing alongside the character and you're so deeply entranced with all of this mythology that goes into the book all of this 
wonderful history that Forrest is putting into her story to make the fantasy and the magic very cohesive while also giving the story a really strong foundation to lay on. So, you know, ultimately I do think that this is, you know, it really is an incredible novel as far as I'm concerned. I thought it was really well done. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. I really do think she did an amazing job opening up this world to readers because this is just the first in a series. In fact, book four is supposed to be coming out soon if it hasn't come out already. I have to check my publication dates, but I am looking forward to it um, already and I haven't even read books two and three yet, although they're there. But two is on my dresser right now with this other stack of, I think, 20 books that I have to get through. Um, that's not including digital arcs. And book three is in my closet with a stack of, let's see, that's six, 12, 18. That's just in one closet. That's what I have in one closet, 18 books. Um, <laughs> it's not even got in my other closet. Books everywhere, woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, so hopefully I can get through them, get to them soon. I mean, I'm going to buy the Demon Tide when it comes out. I'm, I'm buying it. You know, it's part of a series that I already own. It's mine. I'm buying it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to reading it. I'm excited. Forrest has me excited about the rest of the series from book one. These are memorable characters. This is a memorable world. It's so amazing to just see it grow and flourish and develop as a whole. So I'm gonna go ahead and give um, The Black Witch 4.75 stars out of five. I know you're thinking, well, why not just give it five, Cynthia? Well, you know, I really want to reserve that person who's just like, five here, five for you, five for you. I want to reserve my fives for really um, a lot of things that blow me away 100%. Don't get me wrong, The Black Witch is an amazing novel. absolutely love it. Like I said, I'm so excited for the rest of the series. But was it five star worthy? I don't quite know. I think it's right at the edge. Um, definitely memorable, definitely fantastical, definitely worth a read. Highly recommend it. So please remember to purchase the book if you're going to purchase it from your local bookseller or online book retailer. All I ask is that you get the book off of someplace other than Amazon. You can do barnesandnoble.com if there's not a Barnes and Noble near you. Booksamillion.com if there's not a Booksamillion near you. You can do bookshop.org which will donate a percentage of the sale to an independently owned bookstore nearest to you. You can select one as well. Um, IndieBound as well. Um, Book Depository, Book Outlet, Bedworld Books, ThriftBooks.com. There are so many other resources out there other than Amazon that I'm for supporting them over Amazon when it comes to books. Um, so please do that money is really tight because I know you get the books off of Amazon they're just for the convenience of shipping 
but for the discounted price. Remember, they do, really don't have a lot of overhead. These books are just kind of sitting in a warehouse. Um, and also, Amazon doesn't pay taxes. So that's why they can sell their prices. You know, that's why they can sell the books for those prices. If money is really tight, just check the book out from your local library. Um, libraries are a great resource for the community for this reason. They encourage reading, and guess what? You know, they're free. You know, it, it's free for you to get a library card and check out a book. Um, and on that note, I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM, my recording platform, for just 99 cents a month, or on Buy Me a Coffee for a one-time donation, or by purchasing one of my handmade candles. There's links to all of that in the description of this podcast. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading. Thank you.